0: Motormouth Podcasts.
1: The views and opinions expressed by the guests in this show are their own, based on their lived experiences of gender based discrimination and biases. The show does not intend to hurt anyone's feelings. From Motormouth Media, this is the new manifesto. I am Prateek Sharma. Joining me is my co-host, Ashwin Chandra Shekhar. This is the show where two men talk about masculinity, its negatives and its positives. And this week, it's masculinity and parenting. Gender roles. To put it simply, these are roles assigned to people or expected of people by the society keeping in mind their biological sex. In fact, they are called gender roles rather than sex roles because they are socially constructed. And traditionally that has meant that if you were born a male, then your expected role is to be the provider and the protector or defender. And if you were born a female, then you're expected to be the caregiver or nurturer of the family and kids. And for centuries,
0: societies all over the world have followed these traditionally laid down roles. You can go as far back as the writings of Aristotle, Manusmriti in India and Confucius in China to find gender roles articulated as they are accepted by many of us today, just because society and the world's great thinkers, unsurprisingly almost always men, told us so. A man continues to be viewed as strong, powerful, tough and brave. A woman, on the other hand, demure, weaker, sensitive and caring. This remains the rationale for modern gender roles as well. It comes as no surprise that in rich countries over the last 15 years, the gap between men and women's unpaid care has reduced only by 7 minutes. Now one can argue that during prehistoric times, there was no society to impose these roles and rules, and early humans adopted them on their own, mostly due to their physical attributes. But history is littered with examples of both men and women breaking these norms, Rani of Jhansi in India comes to mind, or the scores of women working in factories during World War II, or even the increasing instances of stay-at-home fatherhood. More importantly though, we're no longer cavemen and women. We have evolved a lot since then, and our world relies less and less on brute force, and more and more on brain force. We live in a completely different world now, a world which should not be governed by the same
1: prehistoric rules. Ask yourself, how many men in your life are stay-at-home fathers? Now compare that to the number of women who are stay-at-home mothers. I can safely say that the answer to the former would be zero. And well, the latter. That's the norm, isn't it? Let's look at some numbers. According to the ILO, Girls contribute 40% more to unpaid care than boys at the same age. This means that girls have less time for school, homework, leisure, playtime, etc. So the inequality starts very early. As we grow older, men work 100 minutes less at home than women. Yes, 100 minutes less at home than women. In India, this is much, much worse. Figures suggest that women do eight times more work at home than men.
0: Honestly, these numbers don't surprise me. The number of times my own partner has become angry at me because I could not be bothered with household chores is staggering. And we both had jobs that were equally stressful and had similar hours. I just never felt like I needed to contribute equally to the home. I think it's one of the biggest reasons we fought. Barack Obama even said he stopped cooking once he married Michelle, even though he loved cooking right before. Michelle,
2: for the past 25 years, you have not only been my wife and mother of my children, you have been my best friend.
0: This is how we're conditioned. Something that nourishes our mind, body and soul, unpaid care, we men couldn't be bothered with.
1: Well... Let's break that notion one small bit at a time. We want you to meet someone. A man who does just that, stays at home and takes care of the kids. My name is Shailesh Vaite.
2: I'm director of Spectrack, which is a New Delhi based social enterprise where we work towards progressive
1: policy and social change through dialogue and communication. And Shailesh and his wife are a classic case of a couple defying gender roles. Shalesh stays at home,
0: managing his job as well as taking care of their kids, while his wife, a working woman, goes to work. But he says he wasn't even aware that they were breaking any gender roles. Many people thought the way me and my wife are raising my children
1: are in a way challenging gender roles, but it happened to us very organically. And he says that when people tell him so, he finds it very interesting. So let's understand what this couple does.
2: Both me and my wife have been working in social development field. Fortunately, uh, this job brought us together and we decided to get married and have children.
0: Shailesh's job required him to work from home. With a job change, his wife also got the opportunity to work from home. So both of them would stay at home, work and take care of their firstborn till he was about three and a half years old. I wouldn't say that
2: at that time I was a classical case of stay-at-home dad, but
1: perhaps something like a work-from-home dad. But this change in gender roles wasn't new for them. They had been doing so even before their child was born. We were cooking
2: together, we were washing clothes uh, by taking turns. So it was more or less a partnership in everything we do in terms of running the household. But when the child was born, it became a shared
0: responsibility. And for Shalish, it wasn't particularly difficult to be the primary caregiver for his child. Fortunately, I have had an experience of
2: seeing my nieces uh, being born at home, and I knew how to handle them, I knew how to bathe them. Uh, So I had some experience of handling children, uh, which my wife
1: clearly did not have. That experience sure came in handy for Shellish. He says that those early years of raising his child as a stay-at-home dad... Those were the most
2: beautiful times, you know, to see your child grow and being able to spend all that time with the child. If somebody is spending so much time, energy and effort in, you know, ensuring that a child is brought into the world, you might as well enjoy every bit
0: of it. We couldn't agree more with this thought. Enjoy every moment of it. Global surveys on fatherhood show that fathers involved in the early years of their child's upbringing find it to be one of the most important sources of happiness and well-being for themselves. Raising the child you know, bathing him,
2: cleaning the potty and just uh, you know staying away at night at times Um, it's uh, certain parts of it are quite challenging but uh, overall you just love that experience it's something uh, you know it's it's ethereal actually.
0: And I think uh, one of the things that i keep hearing from fathers is how they missed the birth of their child because of work in other cases it's missing the first word uh missing you know i didn't first, miss
2: anything on that <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah and uh, that's a beautiful argument for being part of your child's life that these are regrets that a lot of fathers have uh, and you don't have those regrets. Yeah. it's fantastic i think of them because
1: i was there all the time for shalish this means a lot in terms of his relationship with his child.
2: Being a father or parent, you know, really teaches uh, you a lot of things. First of all, you learn how to let go of things. I mean, if a child wants to do something, you, you can stop certain things to a certain extent. But after some time, you have to just say, this is how it's going to be. If the child wants to sing a certain song in a certain way, this is how it's going to be and losing all on sleep is a very big part of parenthood and uh, when our second child was born I was like oh my god again the whole sleep <laughs> thing." You know? because uh, they don't sleep
1: <laughs> and they don't let you sleep they don't
2: let you sleep <laughs> in terms of bond with my children we are definitely are very close he shares many things with me we are much more open
0: about uh, you know sharing our feelings and thoughts this also means Twice the resources for the child's physical and psychological needs. The child knows
2: that there are two people he can go to if he's hungry. The
0: mm-hmm. child knows
2: there are two people who can, you know, really clean the potty. He can go to two people if he's crying or there's something problematic. And perhaps also takes off some burden from only one partner on this uh, journey together.
0: Pratik, this is this is so interesting that Sherlesh mentioned one of the things that you learn with this kind of intimate relationship with your children as a father mm-hmm. is that you learn to kind of give in. The conversation we had around uh, dating and masculinity was entirely about how more and more men want to have control in a relationship and that leads to many different kinds of behavior. And this is this journey of father is actually teaching you the opposite, that you can have a well-adjusted, equal equal relationship. Absolutely.
1: What I also want to understand, uh, Shailesh, is When we talk about control, have you noticed that kind of a change in you where probably earlier you would want to have control over situations and now you're ready to let go of it?
2: Definitely. I think... One sees a very clear change in the way you look at the world after you have your child. Mm. In general, um, you know, there's an additional person for whom you're responsible, who has absolutely no control and doesn't know how to take care of, you know, himself or herself and completely dependent on you. Mm. Uh, So Mm. that responsibility brings a kind of change in your outlook. And if you are involved in the child rearing process, I think you generally become much more sensitive to other people who are going through that experience. So even your social outlook changes drastically when Mm -hmm. you are a parent and you're parenting and you're involved in it.
0: So it does bring a lot of change as a person, yes. I can certainly vouch for this. While I don't parent children, I do parent my own cat. And while they're not equivalent in many ways, I do see myself becoming more empathetic towards my own parents and other parents I interact with. I understand the pain parents feel when they see their child sick or the excitement of watching them grow and show new abilities. I distinctly remember a pit in my stomach when my cat went into surgery. But I also remember being incredibly amused when she insisted that she would jump on top of the fridge, her
1: traditional hiding spot, just two hours after surgery. On that sweet note of Ashwin pretending to be a parent, we'll take a short break. And when we return, how did Sheresh's friends and family react to his role as a stay-at-home dad? Welcome back. We are Prateek and Ashwin on The New Manifesto. Becoming a stay-at-home dad was a pretty brave
0: move, according to Shailesh. His wife and him were pretty comfortable with it. But what about other people in their lives? Family, friends, colleagues, etc. I was known as a slightly uh, different person uh,
2: from very early on. I rebelled uh, in many ways on several occasions and several ways I lived my life and proudly so. <laughs> Especially with my parents, I always told them that the one principle on which I work is that don't listen to your parents. It was, I was that bad.
1: <laughs> it's pretty amazing how Shailesh was essentially considered a maverick in doing what he does. And while Shalesh was considered a maverick, his wife was penalized for not performing her role as a woman at home, despite working full time, mind you. And as patriarchy would have it, Chelesh's wife was obviously worried. She felt that other people thought she wasn't performing her duties properly. My wife was a bit worried about it earlier
2: because nobody wants to be judged like that, and which is a natural reaction. So whenever somebody is coming home uh, from my family, even her family for that matter, she said you don't have to act smart and you know go into the kitchen and do all these things. You just 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 kind of you know take a back seat. Mm-hmm, it doesn't mm-hmm. sound good, and um, and which is which is natural because she doesn't want to be judged. Who wants to be judged like that way? It was quite a shocking thing because I didn't want to kind of uh, change myself and my freedom within my own house. Because somebody else is coming into my space. So, honestly, I also fought that out with my wife also. Initially, she did kind of try to stop me. But I think she just gave in like my parents did, I suppose. (laughs) And said, okay, you do it, you do it.
0: And was there conversations you had with your male friends especially around something like this and anything they said to you you've always obviously spoken about relatives but i
2: think uh, if you look at most of my friends are also involved uh, in the child rearing. Mm-hmm. in my friend circle i was not clearly an odd one out it right. was for us it was the
0: done thing it's a natural thing
1: that was a great circle to have yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, i was
0: fortunate fortunate indeed which brings us to a natural question what was common between Shailesh and his circle of friends, especially the men, that they all became such involved fathers? I think perhaps something that was there within
2: us, which did not find these very rigid gender roles very useful for us. And somehow it just happens that, you know, birds of feather flock together. We just happened to become friends and those who probably did not had ideas similar to us somehow kind of you know fell through so right. you, i think that that happens that people with similar ideas come together so i think that was that's how it must have happened i guess
1: for me i am not a father but i'm surrounded by friends who are pretty much like shellish they are very involved fathers who prioritize time with their kids more than work in fact come to think of it some of them are equal participants in the process of raising their children and it's quite encouraging to see them take the responsibility on and set an example for other friends of ours. We'll take a short break. And when we return, we'll talk a bit about Shailesh's relationship with his father. Welcome back to the show. We are in conversation with Shailesh Baite a stay-at-home father. When you were being raised by your parents, the kind of relationship that you shared with your father, do you think it is the same kind of relationship that you share with your son? Is your son a little more open with you, more comfortable with you? Because in the Indian society, we have always experienced fathers are a little distant sometimes and they don't open up to their kids as much as they should. Do you see any kind of difference between these two sets of father and son?
2: I grew up in a very typical middle class uh, family in Mumbai. So my father was working for the government, my mother was a stay-at-home mother our father would wake up first he would wake us up eat the water cook breakfast while my mother would be sleeping or then you know she'll get up gradually and get ready i had seen my father doing these things you know for the children so he was the first one with whom we interacted in the morning i did not have a very rigid kind of a ultra meal kind of a thing in front of me my father was a very loving father um, he still is uh definitely i couldn't share everything as probably my son would share with me now uh, it could be the amount of time we shared and the times we live in also would have uh, had an effect.
1: If I talk about my own family, my father has always been a very active participant in all household work. He has never shied away from taking care of my sister and I when we were younger, taking care of the house and not just in traditional out of the house activities, but stuff within the house as well. And I feel it was this method of his that gave our family the value system that work within the household should not be divided based on the person's gender, but more on abilities and skills. He's also been a big fan of the idea that everyone should learn everything when it comes to household chores beyond his father, Shalesha's aunts also had a huge impact on him growing up. I spent a lot of time
2: with them from very early childhood and I spent all my vacations there, all my weekends there Uh, to the extent when I I went to 7th class, from 7th to 10th I stayed with them. So I had these women uh, living their lives earning their money, running their household there was no male to guide, inverted comma or to uh, control Um, I'm sure that would have had some kind of an influence in how I looked at women
0: i i I knew that they could do everything that they there is to do strong female role models have informed my own sense of gender equality as well i distinctly remember in 11th and 12th being in a class of 35 women and five men in our school's humanities section the fact that each and every one of these women was smarter And more competent than I was, and that each of them had the potential to lead men and women, really shaped how I thought about gender relations. It was impossible for me after that to ever believe,
1: even unconsciously, that men could be better than women. And unsurprisingly, Shalesh did have that kind of experience during his education as well. During my college
2: days in the psychology department, we were two boys and the rest of the class were all girls. The department was headed and run by three very strong, intelligent, you know, vivacious women. I went on to TISS, they were around 15-20% boys, rest all women. Again, very strong, very intelligent women running departments and being our teachers. I think that kind of an exposure makes you naturally start believing that uh, women are strong and they can run the world. So I think that leaves a very deep uh, impact
0: on you as a person. After a short break, we'll speak with Sherlesh about the techniques he and his wife use to raise their kids with gender neutral values. Welcome back. We spoke to Shalesh about parenting styles. Toys play an important part in any child's life. Regarding one particular toy that most boys love to have, Shalesh had this to say.
2: We had to discuss a lot of things about guns. My wife was absolutely against giving any kind of gun to my children. For quite some time we didn't buy any gun, but then uh, he got one gun from <laughs> one of the relatives and his gun was making very nice, several different sounds. So. <laughs> At times it becomes difficult for you to make a choice for the child. Uh, so eventually then they start uh, you know changing a little bit uh, towards uh, what is more acceptable to their parents. So there is certain monitoring that you can do, but um, after some time when they are they become more uh, independent, uh, you you let them uh, make their own choice.
1: Shalesh's friends feel that he's raising feminist kids
2: what we're trying to develop is some kind of proclivity where he is more open to looking at feminism as something which he would like to consider. Uh, I also believe feminism is not something that you can cultivate in a child. It's something you make as a choice when you grow up by studying, by learning, by talking to people about it because it's a belief system that there is an in inherent you know discrimination against women in the society and you want to do something about it. So that's something I think one learns as one grows up. So I think it's some time. Hopefully my children will be open to that idea.
0: In In fact, Shellish's efforts at raising kids with individualistic values led his son to declare himself an atheist at the ripe old age of seven
2: very early in life seven and a half years of his age he declared himself that i don't believe in god
1: is he still an atheist
2: he is still an atheist He's still an atheist and to the extent that he wanted me to make a video as to why he is an atheist and he wanted to put it on on facebook and uh, ask people like that that's how the world should be wait is this happening is this video out uh, yeah it's there you can check it on my facebook page <laughs> it's still there
1: but Shailesh is also sort of worried about his kid being singled out by others. That fear exists. And especially in the times that we live in where things
2: are becoming more rigid, people are becoming less tolerant about different people. I feel scared at times. uh, And I would like to draw power from people who are raising children in a certain manner. And I think one of the reasons I wanted to be in the podcast to reach out to other parents who uh, give a certain kind of value system. uh, We we probably need to stick together.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. They should stick together. And with this... We've come to the end of another episode. But before leaving, how did Sherlish feel about our show?
2: It's really lovely because the two, three things I'm really thankful to both of you is that I never thought so much about my parenting sign <laughs> with my child. And I really learned a lot of things that um, I probably should do better. And also, I'm glad that you're trying to reach out to other parents who probably want to make a little difference in terms of raising their child, especially looking at gender. So I'm really, uh, really thankful that you've taken this initiative. And uh, I'm sure more and more parents will uh,
1: look at things differently while they're with their children. Thank you so much, for that. As before, after each episode, we intend to make some entries into this manifesto we are making. A guidebook of sorts, in which we'll summarize our discussions with our guests. And this becomes the new manifesto. This is our attempt to document and capture what we learned through our journey and we hope this is useful to everyone who's listening. So after our discussion with Chelesh, this is what's going in the New Manifesto today. Number 1. Split
0: the list. A partnership between a couple means that we must contribute equally to the household. Split the dishes, split the laundry, split the shopping and split everything else on the list. Remember, even if your partner is a homemaker, it's very likely that she's spending more hours on unpaid care than you are on paid work.
1: Number two, be the influencer for those around you. Shailesh, Ashwin and I were all influenced by fathers who contributed at home and friends and partners who told us to be better. Be that change maker. Remember, even Bill Gates began to take his children to school as the CEO of Microsoft and other men and women took notice. This began a cycle of more and more fathers splitting the list. Thank you for listening to this episode of The New Manifesto from Motormouth Podcasts. This episode was hosted and produced by Ashwin Chandra Co-hosted, co-produced, written and mixed by me, Prateek Sharma. Music credits are in the show notes. If you are new here, please consider subscribing. You can listen to this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you in the next episode of The New Manifesto where two men talk about positive masculinity. From Motormouth Podcasts.
0: to Mouth